0: Good morning. Oh me. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to listen to me at least two, maybe three times in the next couple of days. Oh, today, as we come to the closest moment before Christmas, and again, it's not like we pretend that Jesus isn't born yet. Of course, he was born two thousand years ago, but we have to reallow him to be born in our lives, which we'll talk about tonight and tomorrow. But what happens at this time? We see three different things going on in the readings today. The first thing happens when it comes to the second reading. If you go to the second reading, it's on page 1334 in your pew Bibles. And I want to look at verse 9. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 9. And here, very simply, it just says, Behold, I come, or I desire to do your will. That's the first thing we got to look at, our desire. Then we got to look at, we'll see in the Gospels, trust and then peace. But let's focus first on desire to do the will of God. You know, Jesus came and he left heaven and his whole purpose on earth is he desired to do the will of the Father. That's why he existed. You know, in the other John's Gospel, he proclaims that the world must know that I love the Father and that I do everything for him. Mary proclaims, we hear earlier, that she, before the gospel here today, right before it, she says, Fiat, let it be done to me. I only want your will. That's all I want, is your will in my life. And so too must it happen with us. Is the desire of our hearts for Christmas, the desire of our hearts for Advent, the desire of our heart every day of our lives, no matter where we are, what we are, what we do Is we got a desire to do God's will. You know, and I don't know, it's just because I've been talking to people, and you know, I sit there and I had the Christmas Mass with the kids at prep, and you know, we talked about all the different things we need to be doing and going. And I just think that most of us are Christians or followers of Christ culturally, that there isn't the true desire in my everyday life just to, to do God's will. This is why I exist. Can we say that the reason I exist is to do the will of the God, the Father. Whatever you want, God. Every morning when I wake up, what do you want of me, God? Whatever you want, I will do, God. And have that desire as Mary did. Have the desire as Jesus did. Had the desire as the apostles did. Have the desire as the saints did. The reason I exist is to do the will of the Father. If we don't have that desire, we're just going through the motions, huh? We're not on fire yet. We haven't surrendered yet. We haven't become a slave yet. We haven't become a servant yet. We haven't become a disciple yet. I'm still a cultural Christian. Until I come to that point in my life where the reason I exist is to do the will of God. To desire God's will in my heart and in my life and all that I have, the first thing, once we have that desire, as Mary did, then we go to the gospel today, huh? And in the gospel, it's uh, in John's I mean Luke's gospel, verse chapter one, Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Again, I'd be on 1093. For those of the pew Bible. Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Blessed are you, or blessed is she who trusted that the Lord's words to her would be fulfilled. But here it makes it for all of us. Blessed are you who trusted the Lord's words would be fulfilled. Once we have a desire to do the will of God, then we need to know and trust that His will cannot be squanched. His will cannot be thwarted. His will will always be done because he is not a liar. Even if you and I think that what he is asking for is impossible. Here's Mary, 14-year-old girl, never had sex, never had been with a man, and then an angel looked at her and said, you're going to become a mother. And she even says, how can this be? I don't know any man. Huh. God can do anything. And Elizabeth, your cousin, she's old. She's been barren all her life. Guess what? She's going to have a baby. What? Why? Because nothing is impossible with God. And it's right there in earlier in verse, huh? Verse 37, you go back, for nothing is impossible for God we got to, if we seek God's will in my life, I desire that. If that's my core desire, then i got to trust that his desire will be fulfilled. This desire to do his will will happen. You know, sometimes when we get uh, crazy or, (laughs) uh, you know, we have to deal with what we're going to be doing and we're looking at the future and what's the future, you know, I wonder, I hope God has his way. You know, even a statement is ridiculous. God will have his way. It's that reality. God will have his way. And what I gotta do is surrender to that and trust that. I gotta desire that and trust that his word will be fulfilled. You know, as we start looking about, where are we gonna be next year at Christmas? I haven't a clue. But God will have his way. And I gotta trust that. And you gotta trust that. Not complain about it, not jump up and down about it, not get angry about it, not say, I wish you would tell me before you start doing things, God. Would you give me your plan, God? He says, you trust me, I'll take care of you. How did Mary, when she said, how can this be? Just trust me. That's what God says to us. For Christmas, for every day of our lives, you trust me. And blessed will you be when you trust me. And the fruit of this, the fruit of desiring the will of God, trusting that his word will be fulfilled, is we go to the first reading. And in the first reading, it just talks about he will be our peace. And I, it's chapter 3 of Micah, or chapter 4, and I can't find it. That's what I get when I don't underline things. Chapter 5, I'm sorry, verse 3, the uh, verse 4. Chapter 5, page 967, chapter 5, verse end of three or verse four, he shall be peace. That when Jesus comes into our hearts and our lives, as he did when Mary sought the will of the Father, God took up residence inside of her. Emmanuel, God is with us. Emmanuel, when we seek the will of God, takes residence inside of us. And then when God takes residence inside of us, then we can be trusted. And then it says when God is inside of us and we trust that God is inside of us, He is peace. And so the fruit of a life that desires God's will and trusts God's will should be a life of peace. Now, peace, again, comes from the word shalom, which means wholeness, oneness. It means that, wow, when I trust God, I have peace in my life because I have Jesus in my life. When I desire God's will, I have Christ inside of me. So the world might be bringing me garbage, it might be giving me all the things I need to do, but what you and I need to do is sit there and figure out who is center of my heart and my life. Not the world, not me, not my will, but Christ, and Christ is peace, it says in the first reading. He desires, and he wants, and he expects, and he gives us his peace because he gives us himself. And that's what we think about at Christmas. He came to proclaim peace. He came to bring reconciliation again. He bring, come to bring us together with God and with him, with each other, peace on earth. He wants to give us peace. But the way we prepare for that peace, the way we prepare for Christmas, is we desire to do his will And we trust that his word will be fulfilled. And if we've been doing that this Advent, then we will have peace this Christmas. We will have peace this night. Now, if you look in your heart of hearts right now and you sit there and say to me, Father, I don't have peace. Hmm. Well, then you know what you got to do. Ask for the desire to do God's will, the desire to do God's will above all things. And then ask for the gift of faith or trust that no matter what happens to you, his word will be fulfilled. You got it? it. You get get it? Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.